the longest-running off-road and action motorsports radio show on the planet is coming to you live with the biggest guest in motorsports. Here is the only man on the planet who can pack this much dirt slinging and tire slaying into two hours a week. Sit back, strap in, and be prepared to get your ears blown. Here is Jim Beaver and the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Welcome, welcome to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor, our national show. Uh, thanks to all of you for tuning in to episode, I believe, 382, give or take a few shows uh, out at events and uh, whatnot. So approaching that very special episode number 400 later this year, and uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Another milestone in the bank for us, but uh, speaking of milestones... We've got uh, we've got a fun fun show lined up today. Uh, weird weekend, no motorsports events literally across the board going on this past weekend. So because of that, uh, I don't know we're shaking it up, bringing in some fun guests, and uh, we're gonna have some fun today. Chris Leone and I, we are gonna kind of uh, recap 2019 so far and uh, share with you our top five biggest surprises of the year in lieu of power rankings since there was nobody to rank because there was no racing going on uh, this past weekend. Uh, not only that, but we've got my good friend, the general, Brian Deegan. He is on the show. Uh, we've also got a special uh, Project Action Cut we're going to air later this uh, this week with about 20 more minutes to this interview, but uh, we'll give you a little taste, about 15 minutes of it. Uh, Brian Deegan uh, in, here in hour number one. Got Tiffany Stone calling in as well and then we've got my good friend michelle abate who's gone trans am racing you know she's part hoonigan and uh, she also got an rc car on the market and all kinds of stuff michelle just just shredding it uh but uh, looking forward to having uh, michelle abate on the show probably been about a year year and a half since we caught up with her but uh, yeah trans am racing man real deal uh girl can road race let me tell you so uh gonna be fun to have her on in hour number two as well so i don't know it's just uh it's gonna be one of those shows we're gonna be all over the grid today uh talking a little bit of everything and um you know i would definitely love to hear from you guys though uh, if you're tuning in uh you know make sure and hit us up at jim beaver 15 on twitter i will get you uh get you dialed in we'll get some of those guest suggestions or not guest suggestions some questions for our guests uh thrown at them uh if you get them to me on twitter at jim beaver 15 once again uh make sure and hit me up on those and um man it's gonna be a fun show i, I don't know i don't even know what i'm gonna do in my opening kind of monologue here after the break so um i don't know we're shooting from the hip today right here on the down and dirty radio show powered by polaris razor extreme performance reliability and the most fun you can have on four wheels the polaris razor brings it to you but you don't need to take my word for it you can take theirs i'm tanner faust and i choose the polaris razor because it's the most fun you can have with a steering wheel what's up i'm ronnie renner and i choose polaris razor because it's the sickest most reliable side by side on the planet what's up everybody heavy d from diesel brothers listen i'm on team razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet I'm R.J. Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story.
Ford WP is more than a store. We're truck and Jeep experts and have been for over 50 years. From wheel and tire upgrades to full custom builds, Ford WP has you covered. Whether you want to order the best parts online or shop in store, do the work yourself or get it done by a pro, all roads lead to Ford WP. Do your rig right. Shop online or find your store at 4WP.com. For 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your anywhere. Born from competition, the Grabber Tire offers the durability and off-road traction you demand in a tire. We put these tires to the test in the harshest off-road racing conditions to give you a tire that will make your anywhere possible. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us photos at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible. Because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount like what you hear catch all the back episodes of the down and dirty radio show on apple podcast and be sure to rate review and subscribe Go check out MyMedic.com for the best first aid kits on the planet and save 15% with discount code Jim Beaver. Again, MyMedic.com, discount code Jim Beaver, and save 15%. It's cheaper than a funeral. MyMedic.com, cheaper than a funeral. Truth. Go check out first best first aid kits on the market. Stat over there, MyMedic.com. Everything from uh, someone to throw in your purse to uh, basically saving somebody in the middle of nowhere that's on their deathbed out in the forest. That is right. Jim Beaver, that'll get you 15% off at MyMedic.com. And, uh, yeah, rolling into things, and I don't even know what the hell I'm going to talk about in my opening uh, monologue today because – he didn't have a damn thing to talk about. That is right. Nothing other than Game of Thrones. And I'm sure T-Stone and I will get into that because she's still not watching the damn show. Um, but, yeah, there was literally no motorsports. It was – I guess if you're an off-road person, though, like this is some of the fun weekends, though, because if you're an off-road person, um, you know, you uh, you go out and you're in your razors, you're on your dirt bikes, um, you know, you Moab, Easter Jeep Safari. Hello. Yeah, right. I guess we can't ignore that. If you're a Jeep person, you're out of Moab. Uh, you know, just it's kind of and I kind of feel bad, like because if you're like an NHRA fan or a NASCAR fan, what do you do on an off weekend? Like you, you can't take your car and just go and drive circles around. Right. I guess you could go to the Walmart parking lot when it's empty and just drive in circles. Um 
Like, but if you're an off-road fan and there's nothing, what do you do? Well, you go out and you experience off-road, right? It's one thing I've always loved about being an off-road person. Like, the the season never stops. The fun never stops. Like, I have just as much fun out in my Razor on any given weekend um, or, you know, my pickup or whatever as I do uh, on race weekends, you know? And I guess that's one thing that's awesome about being a professional off-road driver is like at any given time, I can get behind the wheel of something and scratch that itch. I don't have to wait until uh, the next track day or the next time I'm at the track or the next, uh, I guess, the, you know, if you're a drag racer or something like that, like the next, uh, you know, the next, uh, I, I don't know, open to the public day at the drag strip or something like that. Like, I don't know, like I, I can always go and cra- scratch that itch. I guess, you know, with things like K1 Speed, like the karting center and stuff like that, I guess there's always, you know, the opportunity to, you know, go and, and have some fun in a go-kart. But I don't know, there's just something about like getting with the getting with your friends and going out like with us for the R V, go out in the desert in the razors, campfire, um, you know, you, you know, grilling out there, barbecuing, drinking beers, going out and shredding your razors. Not saying drink beers before you go out in your razors. I'm saying go on the razors first and then drink beer later. Just, yeah, note to self, right? <laughs> but, yeah, like it's uh, it's always so much fun, especially on these off weekends like this, right? Because everybody I know, we're all out in the dirt having a ton of fun, you know? And um, I always wondered how the other half lives, right? If you're, a pavement, if you're a pavement fan or you're a pavement racer, like, I don't know, I know a lot of you guys are, you know, you fans of, you still have razors and off-road trucks and stuff like that, but I don't know. It's like... I don't even know where the hell we're going with this whole segment. But, yeah, it's just uh, always fun. You know, off-road people, we, you know, I got a lot of friends down in Baja this weekend. They're like, Easter? Yeah, we're going to Baja. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's always just uh, it's a different feel, right? And uh, But, yeah, that being said, there was absolutely no no motorsports whatsoever. I did, uh, you know, with the whole Dakar rally thing, we, mount, we announced it uh, – uh, last week, Dakar decided it was going to Saudi Arabia. You know, I talked in depth about it last week, and I guess uh, here this week, the 25th, uh, Dakar is supposed to have even more information on this whole Saudi Arabia thing. But, you know, the funny thing about this is they have got so much backlash on the Internet from the racers, from the fans, literally from everywhere globally. It's like a WTF, right? And I can't say what the beep. I'll beat myself there because, uh, you know, because we're airing nationally. But, um, like, for real, like, what were they thinking? Everybody knows it's a cash grab at this point. And you know Saudi Arabia waved a ton of money. I mean, uh, an epic crap ton of money at Dakar because they do. We've seen it in the past, things with, like, WWE Wrestling, who got massive, massive backlash when they went there and left all the female wrestlers out. Uh, The first time they went there, they weren't even allowed to bring, you know, the female commentators. Like, what in the world is Dakar thinking with the human rights issues? Um, what what are their female uh, riders and drivers going to be able to do? Um, you know, the female people in the industry, like, they're not welcome there. They're going to have to have armed security if they wanted to go. They're going to have to have full garb. Like, you know, who knows that crazy, you know, that backwards-ass country. Like, you know, literally, I mean, this is the country that, you know, basically murders people when they disagree with them. Like, what What are they thinking? Um, and, you know, it's not just me. Like, I thought after I did that segment, I'm like, well, this is my opinion. I'm going to give it to you. And I was like, eh, maybe I'm wrong. Looked, no, I was 100% right. Everybody else in the world feels this way, too. And you go and you read, like, the Dakar Facebook post. The only people that are going in defense of the Dakar rally and this decision 
are the people from Saudi Arabia. I went and I started looking through the comments. They're like, oh, this is going to be greatest Dakar rally ever in their broken English and everything else. Not saying, you know, whatever, good or bad. I'm just saying, like, I start clicking their profiles looking, and these people are all from Saudi Arabia. It was like they were paying people to go and post positive comments on their posts. Like, yeah, obviously you're from Saudi Arabia. You're going to be excited about it. But, you know, case in point, it's all males commenting on that thread, too. There's no females from Saudi Arabia. Oh, that's right. They're probably not allowed to have internet. Um, you know, so <laughs> I just find it absolutely dumbfounded that something like the ASO and Dakar would be so stupid as to move this marquee global event to a country like Saudi Arabia with these crazy human rights issues. I mean, the only difference in Saudi Arabia and North Korea is that Saudi Arabia has oil. North Korea, if they hey, we're moving the Dakar rally to North Korea. How many people be up in arms? Everybody. We're moving to Saudi Arabia. Well, yeah, we'll we'll kind of turn a blind eye to the human rights issues just because they got oil there, right? Um, like you know, they're kind of like I guess they're a refined version of North Korea. And if you're from Saudi Arabia and you actually listen to the show, haha, sorry, um, sorry, not sorry, um, but like for real, and I don't even know where this tangent's going, but it's crazy to me. Like it, it just, my head is spinning right now because this is just so backwards bananas. Like you have Southern Africa. They want the rally. Obviously, Northern Africa, there's stuff going on there. People were getting shot at. You can't move it back there until things change. Southern Africa, they want the rally. South America, they want the rally. You know, I mean, I I bet you Mexico would, you know, and and we're not talking Baja. I mean, like, you know, parts of Mexico, like Central America, like there was ways, you know, and I don't know the the logistics of things. I mean, even for that matter, Russia's so damn big. You know, China's that big. Like you could go and obviously there's Silk Way. You could use portions of those countries. But why Saudi Arabia of all places? What are you thinking, ASO? Like, for why would you go and and put on? I know the money, but for think about your competitors for once. Like, and and I'm hoping that competitors they won't because they can't. Uh, we all make a living that are competitors, you know. But it's especially that event, you know. It's like being an IndyCar racer and deciding not to run the Indy 500. Like, you're forced to go, but it's just. Like, to me, it's maddening. It's absolutely maddening, um, you know, to think about, uh, just to think, you know, that, that, that like, you know, these racers and the women, it's going to be forced to go to this country who has so many human rights issues. Um, madness. Absolutely madness. Anyways, that was my opening monologue for today. I don't know how the hell we even got on that rant, but uh, tell me I'm wrong. I would love to hear from you at Jim Beaver 15 on Twitter. Anyways, we're going to take a short break. We come back. Tiffany Stone. She is on the line with me right here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, Withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, 
Get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver here, along with my one of my favorite human beings who doesn't watch Game of Thrones and did not watch the episode this weekend. Tiffany Stone, welcome to the show. Oh my goodness, that is so awesome. One of my favorite people who doesn't watch Game of Thrones. I know, and I just posted a photo on my Instagram today, like from Mastercraft, where they made like a throne out of all these wrenches, and I was going to be like, this is the closest I'll ever get to watching Game of Thrones. (laughs) Don't say that. I'm seriously like, I don't know, it's like one of those, we're going to have to like, I'm going to force you to like, we're going to be at Cranor or something this year and binge watch like a season of Game of Thrones or something. Like, I'm, I don't know, I got to figure this, I got to figure this out. We got to get you on point here. Like, this is just unacceptable T-Stone. I know. I, I, I'll probably, I'll probably do it probably this winter when I'm traveling or if I have a bunch of travels or if I like drive back out West or something, I'll probably start it. And then you'll be the first person that I called and then it will just be over and it'll be over. And I'll just be like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. What the hell? How come it took me so long? Yeah. Just for the record, you're one of my favorite people in general, but you're there. There's you're one of my favorite people who doesn't watch game of Thrones also. So it will, it will just clear the air there. <laughs> 
That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, I know you've uh, what you got some traveling to do this weekend. Uh, I know this past weekend. I don't know what uh, you do. Anything fun for Easter, T Stone? I know you weren't at Moab, so you were kind of uh, you're kind of bumming on that. Yeah, uh, my mom and I uh, we went to eat some dim sum yesterday, so that was fun. Just because everywhere is so you know super brunchy, and I like brunch, but then it was just it was just different. And the thing is, is my, so my mom is Buddhist. So it's a little bit different with your mom being Buddhist. And like, I was, you know, born and baptized Lutheran and stuff. So it's a little bit of both. So I kind of tried to make a little, you know, nice. My mom and I always compromise. She, cause she, you know, brought me up very Americanized. So I celebrate all, you know, traditional American things, but it's just different. Cause I'm like, mom, you don't believe in Christ. So why are we celebrating Easter? So it's always so fun. So that's what I kind of did. And it was my only weekend off, so I did nothing at all. Like no. literally nothing. She you Netflixed and Netflixed and chilled without Game of Thrones. So uh. Yeah, I watched Doctor Strange. Doctor. It was really cool. The the cinema and like the visuals on it were just insane. Yeah. I I haven't actually that's on my list of things to watch. I haven't uh, haven't done that one yet. So um yeah no solid uh sounds like solid weekend of absolutely nothing um i know i was laughing um so this weekend i haven't even told listeners about this yet i guess we ought to break the news so one of my favorite things i do every uh every year it's one of those like sometimes you just have to do an event for you you know what i mean so uh the uh local police department does uh they do a charity home run derby every year um at the baseball field and um, it's for, you know, people all ages, like ex-players, like you get kids that are in college playing all the way to high school players, like people like me who haven't played in like two decades, but still go to the batting cages and stuff like that. So I'm really looking forward. My cousin actually works for the Texas Rangers. Um, and he's actually coming to Parker to be my partner because it's teams in this home run derby, and you got to have two people. So I'm like really stoked that I get to do this charity home run derby. All the money raised goes to um, goes to like buy Christmas presents for needy families and kids at the holidays and stuff like that. But it's just like one of those things, like you in the volleyball tournament, this is like my every year, the thing I do where it just whoops my butt, but I absolutely love doing it, you know? No, I get that. And that's so awesome. Um, going off that, my volleyball league I played in, we we uh, are the champs. So we Sweet. had playoffs on Thursday. So I, I, I was a champ for, for a few days and I feel excited about that. So I, I know what that feels like, you know, it's like, you're doing something good. You're doing something for charity, but I'm dying and it just shows how old I am. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm 38 and going, Holy crap. Like that's the thing. Like I called my cousin and you know, he played uh, college baseball and now he works, um, legit works for the Texas Rangers and he takes BP with all the pros all the time and stuff like that. And he runs a spring training facility in Phoenix. And, um, you know, I was like, man, like I'm kind of getting old. these, you know, I was like, I need to recruit somebody like legit. Cause I've, I've finished second place in this home run derby twice. And I'm like, I, like I can feel myself slipping a little bit and I'm like, I, I got to bring in like a ringer or something. So I, I'm hoping for the best here. We'll, we'll see what happens. So. We should try to do something like that, maybe at Crandon or something. Talk to Marty and Tina at Crandon and try, not like a softball thing, but maybe we should do like a tournament charity cornhole thing. Cornhole you know, where perfect we could, for Crandon. Yeah, like we could just raise money, you know, it'd be like $50 a team or $20 a team or however much we want to do and just do like a March Madness thing. Do like 32 teams or whatever and just, you know, one and done. If you win, you continue and just raise money. I think that would be so cool too. Something we should talk about that more. Yeah, that's definitely. I'm sure Marty'd be game for something like that. That would be uh, 
I think it'd be a ton of fun. You think? Here's a question. You think fall Cranon because it's so damn busy? Do you think it would be better to do like actually that at something like the June Cranon where it's not quite as crazy? I don't know. I, I think fall Cranon. I think that would be. I think it would be something cool, and it'll give us some time to plan it out. But I know they always try to do different things at Fall Cranon because I have, you know, Keegan Kincaid's boys. They always dress up every year. And last year they did superheroes. They've done Santa Claus. They've done Hawaiian themes. So I'm wondering what they're going to do this year for Fall Cranon, especially because it's the 50th. Yeah. So everybody I talk to, too, like people that have ever been to Cranon, people who haven't, there's so many people going to be there for the 50th. It's just like, it's crazy. Like the buzz I'm already getting about Cran and, and uh, Midwest Short Course that even started up. We're still we're not even into May yet. We're talking about Labor Day weekend, but literally the buzz is like madness around this event. No, and I think it would be fun. So maybe we could get into that, or or what if we did do? I we got to think of something that we could do that is race oriented. Maybe too. I was gonna say let's race on the the course, but I I don't think the the track would be very happy about certain people going out on the course before the race. That's all about not getting especially caught. Since, <laughs> I know, especially since I did that last year on the Ultra 4 track, but we won't talk about that anymore. Yeah, we'll just, <laughs> we'll just conveniently uh, conveniently ignore that fact. We've talked about it enough on air that I'm sure Cranon's very aware of our shenanigans by now. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, like, you know who I'm thinking right now if we're going to do something like this? we got to get Kenzie Flannery involved. I think, like, this would be something she'd roll with. Like, Kenzie would be like, yes. No, I think that we should. I I know they're probably doing stuff. I, I've just recently talked to Marty, and I know that they want to do something big for the 50th. But I think that you and I should do something for the 50th, too. Like, I know we should probably try to do, like, a live show. But maybe we should make the whole show in onesies or wear costumes or something like that. <laughs> we could do <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be. But we have to make all our guests wear costumes, too. So, I don't know. Or. Or we could just bring onesies and make them just change into them for the whole interview. I mean, I've already got theme songs for everybody to come in from now on. So they're going to be pleasantly surprised with their theme you know, song when they all That's got to return. And they have to wear yeah, I was going to say, that's got to return anytime you and I do a live show now. Like, yeah, I feel bad for you because you brought that out. Everybody thought it was funny. So now it's like, that's just the deal. Anytime we're doing a live show, you got to bring you got to bring the tunes. Oh, I'm definitely, and I'll have them already set up and go. So based on their name, and if I know a little bit about them, if I don't know, that's their that's their theme song for the rest of the time, no matter what happens. And it just it adds a dynamic to it. It's it's like when you they're like a wrestler or a boxer, you know, <laughs> when they're coming to the, the ring, and that's their like pop up song. Yeah, you know what I'm thinking? We need to do. Um, we can have some fun with this. Do like a live stream one night. I know you've done like the Amsoil after darks and stuff like that. We need to do a live stream one night from the uh, the 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 super secret uh, bar down down below, uh, you know, down below the barn, like beer, um, you know, beers beers with or like beers in the Cranon bar with. Like I don't know, we got to do it like around. I think beers and like these drivers when you know they get kind of relaxed and stuff like that. But I think we do it like a live stream in the super secret bar down there, and just like as people come, just grab them and because uh, like that. If you've ever hung out in that bar down there, holy crap! Like every legend of off road makes their way through there at any given time. It's crazy. No, that would be so awesome. We could talk to Amsoil. We could do an Amsoil after dark, but after two a.m. 
So it would be like Amsoil after the Red Barn. <laughs> yeah, so and then you could just talk to everybody. But then we have to be really particular because we can't have a Shannon Campbell thing because Shannon literally made me speechless. And now every time we laugh about it, that was probably one of the most talked about things that happened at King of the Hammers was Shannon Campbell saying, Chrome, PTs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't looked at the numbers on that clip, but I bet you people, I think word spread on that. And I think there's probably a lot of people that went and tuned in just to just to see Shannon. Like Shannon's a goofball, though. He just is. Like, that's just Shannon. Like, he gets rowdy, too. After He gets a few drinks at him, and Shannon is entertaining. That's the good word for Shannon Campbell, entertaining. Let's, let's leave um, it at that. Yeah, he's like the... Not only is the king of the hammers, he's the king of the entertainment. That is exactly what he is. But, however, if I was ever going to have anybody teach me how to, like, if I was like, hey, I want to race king of the hammers, I want to do it, you know, I'd have Shannon. Shannon, I think, would be a great, great teacher, too. You know, like, he would be hard on I mean, his kids are prime examples with Waylon and Bailey. I mean, they're great. They're great drivers. He's probably really hard on them, but he knows how great they could be. And if you're going to take advice, you might as well take advice from somebody who's won King of the Hammers and or podium majority of the times he's raced it. Yeah. So Shannon's probably somebody I would learn, want to learn well, from. It's funny because I'm going to do hammers next year, and uh, I ran into Shannon at the UTV World Championship uh, in the bar, and him and I uh, were having a couple of drinks, and I told him, I said, hey, I'm going to do hammers next year. He's like, oh, dude, awesome. I said, I need you to teach me how to do rocks. He's like, when do you want to go? Like, they, it was that easy. He's like, you got, he's like, you can come with me anytime you want. He's like, tell me when. You know, but that, that's Shannon. He's like, you need help? Boom, done. You know, it was one of those. So I was like, yeah, but you're right. Like, he was the first guy I thought of. I'm like, I need help. I need to talk to Shannon. Well, yeah, no. And, like, uh, you know, I just watched it. Was it Sunday? Yeah, Sunday, Saturday. I was watching uh, uh, the X Games, you know, because they had it for King of the Hammers. And, and it was cool. And Jason Shear is just amazing. And for the simple fact that Jason Shear can go a back-to-back at King of the Hammers, when only, you know, maybe one-fourth of them even finished, the, the Ultra 4 cards, you know, it, to have one of one-fourth of them finish and you go back-to-back, back, that's another Jason Shear is somebody else that, but I just think Shannon would just be like, all right, let's go, 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 and then party at the end, you know, like that's, that's what I think about it, but one of those two guys is what I would think about, and if you ever need a co-driver, Jim, maybe, maybe me, you, and Shannon would learn a few things. Yeah, it would be a ton of fun. I don't know if uh, the wheeling would be more fun or the after party, but guaranteed it would uh, definitely be on point. But, uh, yeah, we uh, I guess we got to take a short commercial break. It's a crazy show this week, T-Stone. We are stacked, so uh, we've got to do a shorter segment today. But always fun catching up, Tiffany, and uh, I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about next week uh, for sure. For sure. And we'll be back after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'm Polaris rider Jim Beaver. I race trophy trucks professionally, host a down and dirty radio show, and also travel the country announcing motorsports events. I've seen it all, and trust me, I've done most of it, so when it comes time to relax on the weekend, nothing is better than taking time with my family in our Razor vehicles. They've got the reliability I need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain. If you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands-down most capable off-road machines in the world, look no further than 
Polaris in their award-winning lineup of Razor vehicles. Whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a Razor 170 like me, take the entire family out in a Razor XP4 1000 on the weekend, or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new Razor XP 1000 Fox Edition, Polaris has you handled. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. Whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in wet and dry conditions, or a summer performance tire designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the all-new G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, cruising with the Down and Dirty Radio Show since 2012. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachran, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Hey, this is Jim Beaver, host of the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Getting down and dirty on the racetrack is all fun and games until it's time to get the dirt off. I know it all too well, which is why I partnered with MotoShield Pro, the leaders in nanotechnology solutions on the racetrack and in off-road to combat mud and dirt buildup on my vehicles. MotoShield Pro keeps us from taking unnecessary damage and spending extra energy on cleaning. No matter the weather or the surface, having proper protection on all my vehicles saves me plenty of reprep time in a sport where every second counts. Prep your vehicle like a pro. Learn more at motoshieldpro.com. Do you race or are you a weekend warrior? Have you checked on the date on your helmet recently? Don't get caught off guard by using an outdated helmet. Impact Racing, the leader in motorsport safety, has new SA 2015 helmets to fit your budget. Whether you're looking for a helmet with a full carbon fiber shell to take you to victory at the Indy 500 or just looking for some helmets for a weekend at Glamis, Impact Racing has a helmet for you. Find out more information at impactraceproducts.com or on Facebook at Impact Safety. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome, uh, man, it has been a while. Brian Deegan, welcome to the show, buddy. I, I know you and I have run into each other a few times. I know I'm calling some of the Lucas races this year. We saw each other at Glen Helen, but it's been a while since I've had you on air, man. Yeah, for sure. You know, I've been uh, super busy running around and uh, cool, you know, getting back into the off-road scene. So uh, we're all good to go. Yeah, well, and that being said, I know, dude, we got a lot to talk about. Between you and the kids, you guys are bouncing around the country like crazy right now. But uh, all that being said, uh, you know, solid weekend this, uh, you know, this last uh, Lucas race out there in Phoenix. It's got to be feel pretty good to walk away with a W there. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's funny because, you know, I talk to a lot of guys that, you know, that have raced for a long time, you know, like, like such like a Kevin Harvick or, you know, say it's, um, you know, uh, Kyle Busch or guys that, like we've talked to you lately, that have just been racing a long time and they just say the same thing. Like and winning never gets old, you know, like yeah. when you win, it's just, I don't know, it's hard to, it's hard to replicate that feeling, you know? 
Yeah, well, and I know even like Haley had a really good week in there in Phoenix, and I know I think she finished up in fourth, but, you know, she's not full-time in off-road. She's bouncing around doing the stock car stuff and everything else. So, I mean, like all in all, it was a pretty solid weekend for the Deegan family. Yeah, for sure. You know, we came out of, uh, you know, last season we came out, you know, with with a few wins and some momentum. And, and I just knew, like, Haley's so busy with, with uh, stock cars right now. It was going to be hard to get her – you know, to win a race or on the podium if we didn't, like, get, you know, out testing, which we did, you know, after Glen Helen this year, the first round, uh, you know, I got second, and Haley was there with a fourth, and I said, let's go test. We went and tested at Arizona a week later, you know, just put in a little time, and that's what it takes to win, you know. At the end of the day, I really wanted to see Haley win a race before, you know, uh, NASCAR calls. And I don't know when that day is going to be, you know, I want to keep her in off-road as long as I can. Cause I think that's her advantage. You know, I, you know, I just tough and keeps her tough. And, you know, we go to the stock car track and, you know, there's a lot, a lot different level of like five star racing and, and a lot of different, you know, sponsors and money at different level. But I think, you know, off-road keeps you core and keeps you tough. And, you know, I feel like that really helped Haley, you know, like I said, we went and tested. I want to see Haley win Arizona. She came out first lap, her car, like a breaker popped on the dash, which is like, we've done, you know, hundreds of laps and that didn't happen, but just so happens in the race. And, and, uh, and she pushed the breaker back in, started dead last and she was able to come through the pack, but, you know, just missed the podium. So I guess that's racing, you know, it's hard to like catch all those little things, but it, you know, it's kind of frustrating for sure. Yeah. Well, how was it last year? Cause I know I was, uh, you know, I got brought on board with Lucas last year for the Midwest stuff. And I know you, both you and Haley, uh, went back to Cranon and that was a big deal. And I know talking to you back there, like you were pumped to finally be back there, man. And that's like a whole different beast back there at Cranon, but you had some, you know, I know it was your first, you know, I think your first time back there, but you guys had some pretty solid runs back there. Yeah, we did. You know, Haley was fast. She was fast enough to be on the podium. And then, you know, both of us were, were headed to the podium in the main event. Last lap, I think we both blew our motors up. So <laughs> it was just like a random, like, kind of weird deal. And I just think Crandon, you run the motors so much harder because it's such a fast track. And uh, it just it just ended up biting us. And, you know, fun weekend turned into an expensive one real fast. But yeah. it's all good. Yeah, you guys, uh, you know, that being said, I know, are you doing the full Lucas series this year? And uh, we're going to see you at Cranon. I know Haley's kind of a, a TBD, right? You just kind of weekend by weekend, right, with the Pro-Lite? Yeah, it is with Haley. You know, she's only, you know, right now she's slated to do uh, to do that race. And it's just hard because sometimes, you know, things will pop up, new sponsors or Toyota will come out and be like, hey, we want to add a few races and we just, you just have to do it because that's, you know, her, her focus. And, um, she was planning on doing a few more off-road races. I know, I think one of them got cut short due to, a, uh, some Arca racing. And then, uh, but we definitely plan on going to Cranon. Like it's the 50th. I, I want to go. Haley wants to go. And I think we had need some redemption from last year and, and we will be more prepared this year yeah. and, in a a little more prepared with our merch too. We showed up. I think we sold out of everything in the first day. So like we, you know, we're going to come swinging this time. Yeah. Well, and, you know, and that being said, you know, you're talking about Haley and you're talking about NASCAR and stuff like that. 
Um, I mean, you like, you know, you look at your career and you've been, you know, you just talked about merchandising and stuff like that. I mean, you've been really good about, you know, you know, generating sponsorship dollars, bringing them in with the merchandise. And obviously everybody knows about, you know, what you did with metal militia, but like, you know, you've been really good, but dude, you start going down the NASCAR path and you and I both know dollars and cents and off road and, and FMX and stuff, but dude, we're talking next level, like trying to find funding and stuff like that. I mean, you feel like you guys have really had to step that game up to, to try and get things funded for NASCAR and, and get her, you know, slotted into these rides. Absolutely. You know, I, I'll be honest, like if, if it was my son Hayden, you know, let's say he was going you know, I just don't think NASCAR would really be an option. You know, yeah. like I made, you know, I made a good living. I worked my butt off. I, you know, I made, you know, I did the clothing deal, you know, but I didn't make NASCAR money. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I could no way put my daughter through these ranks that, that you know, you're, you're talking like the, the money they spend per race is crazy. And, you know, it's like, uh, for me, we, we went out and we had a strategy. We thought about, okay, Haley, you, Haley cut her teeth in, in, in the Lucas series and, and she was so fast there. And I thought, man, there's gotta be more for this girl, you know, besides, you know, just staying in this off-road game only. And that's when we put her into a, the stock car scene and she struggled at first a little bit. And then we found a diversity program. They ended up uh, picking her for, for that. we got her seen on the East coast. Yeah. Uh, we paid for a few stock car um, practice days and we just strategically did them in the right places that the right person saw and then Toyota called and said, Hey, would you, uh, you be interested in doing a test with us? They're looking for females, you know? And so we went out she did the test pretty much like broke the track record. And it was like, you know, they were signed her up right there on that spot, you know? And the, the one thing they kept saying was her car control is crazy. They never seen a girl drive like a loose car sliding like that under control every lap. And it just comes from off road, you know, that's what you do in off road. And, and so, to, you know, the point that, you know, going back to the funding, it, it's really, we've been fortunate that Haley being a female, it's really opened the doors. And, and you know, there's one thing to open the door, and there's another thing to keep the doors open. Yeah. And, and I think for us, we're just working hard, and, and we just know it's not going to be easy because everyone wants to take that spot. Yeah. So, so it's pretty exciting. Though. Yeah, well, I know talking about that, I think, like, I mean, just, I mean, both of you, you're, you, you're really diverse. I mean, you jumped in rally cross off-road trucks and things like that. And I know like the first time I, you know, got to actually, you know, I'd seen you race her race on TV and things like that. But it's a couple of years ago, you guys went into Minnesota for that Terracross round we had back there. Like Haley shows up. She'd never raced a side-by-side before nothing. She goes out and she literally, I think like set the fast lap, like better than all the guys in pro turbo guys that were champions. Like everybody's like looking at each other, like her second lap blew everybody away and everybody's like Who, where the hell did that come from you know but she's just got like she's just got that talent you know it's like you know like you said there's only so much you know what i mean marketing wise and things like that it can take you but with her man obviously the girl's got sick control you know yeah and that's that's what a lot of people are seeing like so like what you saw that day like she's done that multiple times at different tracks and people have to see it to believe it. You know, it takes like these, these manufacturers and these sponsors to go, wow, I saw it from my own eyes. Like, and so that's what's happening now. And, you know, for me, you know, you feel like, oh, I'm just a proud parent. I think my kid's fast, you know, at the end of the day, but she goes out there and does things that, you know, people are like, she's not just a fast female. She's one of the fastest up and coming youth drivers coming into the sport. So, you know, she's in this top five ranking of like the sought after youth 
kids coming into the sport with male or female. So it's pretty cool position for sure. You know, and that's what cracks me up is like, you've got Haley and then you've got, uh, you know, you've got uh, the Herps kid and you've got uh, Zane Smith and Sheldon Creed, like all these up and coming kind of NASCAR kids are all have the off-road background, man. Like, you know, you, you got to wonder if there's something in the dirt, you know, because it's like you look at the top kids coming up through the NASCAR Next program. Dude, they all came from the dirt. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I like to look at that and I like to study, you know, I study things, you know, as far as like when I came from moto and off-road, I never drove four wheels before. So I really studied, you know, who's the best and who, you know, studied videos. And, you know, so we, Haley and I do that. We, we study and go, why has no girl made it so far in NASCAR as a champion, you know? And why, why is, you know, why is the best racers right now coming from dirt? And it just comes from the car control. At the end of the day, the tires get hot in NASCAR. The car's greasy. You know, at the end of the track, the car, you know, the track gets greasy. And you have to have car control. And, you know, I think that's where Danica, you know, lacked that tool in her toolbox. You know, the dirt foundation. I think if she had some dirt background, it would have been a little different story. But which is cool, that leaves that whole chapter to still be written by a female, whether it's Haley or, you know, another girl that comes from dirt racing. There's a lot of records to be broken right now. And, and I think it's cool. And I think it's going to take a dirt background to do it. Yeah. Well, and how about you? I mean, because, you know, we're talking a lot about Haley and, you know, and, and the kids and stuff like that. But I know, like, you know, you got a lot of gas left in the tank, too. I mean, you've <laughs> obviously, you know, we, we've seen you at short course. I know you, you know, you had that thing there going with Rallycross for a while. And Rallycross here in the States is kind of, I don't know where the hell it's at, to be honest with you. Um, but, yeah. you know, it's one of those. I mean, what's left for you? Because obviously, you know, you just won this past race at Lucas. You you still got some gas left in the tank, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, I I don't, I think, first of all, I don't ever wanted to be the, the dad that's like, I'm still chasing my dreams. Like, yeah. like, you know, and my kids get kicked to the curb, you know, I've seen that happen too many times. And I, I truly could say if I had to retire today, I'd be content with what I've accomplished. Like I'm good. And, but right now I'm still funded to race off road. I still make money at it. So, which is pretty randomly rare. Yeah. And, and so, you know, like at the end of the day, I look at my bank account and it's got, it's green, you know, at the end of the day, there's, I'm not in the red. So I'm like, okay, well, it's working. I have a tire line. I have, you know, the Deacon 38 off-road tires with Mickey Thompson. And I have the parts with uh, extreme terrain, Jeep parts, truck parts. Now there, I got a Tacoma parts coming out, um, F-150 parts, bumpers, all, all the stuff, basically the bolt-ons. So for me, I still want to be involved in the game that helps support me and sell my product. And so I feel like I'm always going to race something. You know, that's my dream is still to be able to, like, be with my kids, let Haley, you know, chase her dreams, and then go, hey, I'm going to break off and hit Crandon. I may go hit Glen Helen. You know, that that in the future one day, I still always want to race. I just want to still be a part of it because I love off-road. I love the dirt. And I think, you know, selling products and parts, it's kind of mandatory to do that, you know? And I think so. Uh, I definitely don't want to walk away from the sport. And I want to win another championship. End of the day, when I win, I make good bonuses. And that's what <laughs> I want to do, you know? That helps support my kids' racing, you know? And, I, you know, at the end, we give back. At the end of the day, I look at it. I, every dollar I make, I put back into racing. I put back into my kids. You know, so uh, I, hopefully that one day I can sit back and watch them win, you know, and, and enjoy it, still enjoy, you know, the, the, being at the races. 
Yeah. Is there anything left you'd like to try? You know, I mean, obviously we've talked, you know, obviously on a dirt bike, you've done everything you can possibly do just about, you know, short course truck, you won all kinds of races. I mean, you know, rally cross, you're a winner there. I mean, you know, is there anything else you'd like to try trophy trucks? Maybe like, you know, is there anything on the pavement? Like, you know, is there, is there anything out there? You're like, man, that's a bucket list item. I'd like to, I'd like to check that box at some point. Yeah. I looked at, I actually had some offers to race road course, which I looked at it. Like I just, didn't have the time with the kids to do that and then the other thing was i would have really liked to do like a season of the european rx rally yeah. you know the the world yeah. rally cross that would have been sick because the rally cars are so fun to drive and at the end of the day though in america it just didn't work and and uh, timing isn't right so um for me i don't know like i said i feel like i've kind of done it i wouldn't mind racing like the mint or doing something in a trophy truck uh, if, if the uh, opportunity came up, but I just haven't had opportunity like that arise. So, uh, but yeah, I'd like to check that off the list. That'd be one of the things that'd be, it'd be cool to just drive with Haley, like go do a desert race with Haley. I think it'd be a, a cool adventure before she gets too busy and too big, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Go and tag team it and, you know, split driving halfway through the race or something like that. It'd be fun to see you guys out in the yeah. trophy truck. You know, I think it'd be fun, man. And I think you guys would surprise a lot of people with the speed of both of you, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you see all the short course guys seem to do pretty good when they go over to desert, but I know it's a different game. It's, I know it's tough, and, you know, it's hard to win. There's a lot of good guys, a lot of big money in that game. Uh, so I, that's why I just stayed away from it. It's just kind of almost out of my, you know, it's out of my <laughs> limits of what I could probably afford to do, you know. Uh, so I kind of just stayed away from it, but... You know, anyone wants to hand me a, a winning truck ride to race, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back with more after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo 
absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is one 888 If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Did you know, ladies and gentlemen, that two-thirds of all men, they start losing their hair by the age of 35? And if you notice, you might think, uh-oh, it's too late. It's gone. Go to 4 One-stop shop for hair loss, also skin care, sexual awareness. It's all for men. It's science, so you don't have to be bald. They connect you with real doctors, medical solutions. It treats hair loss. Go to 4 All the products are shipped directly to your door. And order now. Now, my listeners of the Video Game Review, they get a free trial of hymns for just $5 today, right now, while supplies last. So here's what you do. 4 that's right, for him, no hymns. 4 slash VGR. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash VGR. You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Uh, man, you want to talk about an insanely good interview with Brian Deegan, man. Kind of... Uh, Kind of opening up there and talking a little bit about uh, family life and his kids and his career. And, uh, man, you don't get that side of Deegan very often. Kind of kind of rad to hear that. Um, that being said, that interview is about 15, 20 minutes longer than what you guys heard. If you want that, you're going to have to skip over to Project Action on Thursday. Project Action on Podcast One. Catch it on iTunes. You can subscribe to it or just listen at my website or podcastone.com. Um, but, uh, yeah, that interview is about 30 minutes long with, uh, with Brian. He really opens up and, uh, you know, about, you know, where he sees the future, his kids, con- you know, creating content, marketing, sponsorship. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's really, really a good interview. And I think you guys are going to enjoy that, uh, you know, th- that double length one. So, um, you know, that's on project action. Uh, that'll be this Thursday. Speaking of that, I've got my other show down and dirty show, uh, off-road edition that's brought to you by my friends at four wheel parts. Uh, this week on that, I've got Marty Fioca, the guy behind Crandon, Off-Road Hall of Famer, uh, also the Nora Mexican 1000. Uh, you know, he's going to be talking about Nora, the future of off-road, where he sees uh, sees the sport now, kind of the history, uh, you know, just some fun stories. So always fun catching up with Marty. That's going to be on the Foral Parts Off-Road Edition um, this week as well. That can be available at downanddirtyshow.com as well as iTunes. So make sure and uh, head over to iTunes and uh, subscribe to uh, that show. Not only that, but we've got a ton of content at Down and Dirty Show dropping uh, each and every week. So, I don't know, we're just continuing to punch out the content uh, through all of our channels. Check it all out. And uh, we'll be back after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Welcome back here to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. And, uh, you know, just kicking off hour number two here, uh, Brian Deegan, Tiffany Stone, and uh, a big rant on Dakar Rally uh, filled episode, or I guess uh, hour number one of the show. Hour number two, though, man, we got uh, got a lot coming up here. We've got... Uh, 
Um, basically, Chris Leone and I, we're going to um, uh, kind of take you through the first part of 2019 so far. We're coming off that odd weekend where there was zero motorsports anywhere in the world going on, aside from a couple of odds and ends. So, um, yeah, we are going to... Uh, um, yeah, we're going to, uh, be rolling, uh, you know, with, uh, I guess basically the biggest surprise of 2019 so far, Chris Leone and I, uh, looking at uh, January one through now, uh, what we've learned, who surprised us, who caught our eye, things we weren't expecting. Uh, so that's going to, uh, fill, uh, basically, uh, you know, the first part of this hour. And, uh, I think we got some surprise there and then, uh, capping things off today, we've got my good friend, Michelle Abate, um, who, uh, you know, she's a Hoonigan driver. Uh, you saw her in that Hoonigan driver search, but she's a road racer. She went up to Dirtfish Rally with me. Um, so it's uh, it's really, uh, really kind of fun to catch up with her. She's got a lot going on, man. Just won a free race trailer. She's got a remote control car uh, that's out on the market with HPI now. Uh, just a uh, girl is... Uh, She's a grinder, man. You know, I, you know, I get, I love uh, human interest stories, not human interest stories, but I love drivers who, uh, you know, they punch through, you know, they don't have budget. They find the budget. They figure it out. They find a way. And uh, Michelle is definitely, uh, definitely one of those, uh, one of those characters in this industry who, uh, you know, she keeps pushing, man. She finds a way to go racing and realize her racing dreams. No excuses from Michelle Abate. She's always got an idea or something to make things better and, uh, you know, further her career. And uh, you definitely uh, got to appreciate uh, a driver like that who you know just continues to push and uh, and she's damn good behind the wheel that's the thing she's got the talent to back it up you know and to, for her to go trans am racing man like trans am is legit you go there i mean we saw vaughn getting junior a couple years ago step into uh, a mustang and trans am michelle's driving a camaro but uh you know you you go you step up to trans am racing it's a real deal you know i mean jeez you look at you know people who've raced trans am you know in the last couple of years i mean guys like paul tracy uh you know he's a he's a damn legend right you know and even he's jumped behind the wheel boris said you want to talk about one of the great greatest road racing drivers to ever live boris said and uh, you know he goes trans am racing um you know to me you just look down that roster of uh people you know doing trans am the last couple of years and uh you know, it's a legit, legit series. So stoked to see Michelle uh, in there. And uh, we're going to get the full details uh, here in hour number two, right here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. You don't want to go anywhere. I'm Polaris rider Jim Beaver. I race trophy trucks professionally, host a Down and Dirty Radio Show, and also travel the country announcing motorsports events. I've seen it all, and trust me, I've done most of it. So when it comes time to relax on the weekend, nothing is better than taking time with my family in our Razor vehicles. They've got the reliability I need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain. If you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands-down most capable off-road machines in the world, look no further than Polaris and their award-winning lineup of Razor vehicles. Whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a Razor 170 like me, take the entire family out in a Razor XP4 1000 on the weekend, or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new Razor XP 1000 Fox Edition, Polaris has you handled. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com. Or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. 
Whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in wet and dry conditions, or a summer performance tire designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the all-new G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, cruising with the Down and Dirty Radio Show since 2012. Ford WP is more than a store. We're truck and Jeep experts and have been for over 50 years. From wheel and tire upgrades to full custom builds, Ford WP has you covered. Whether you want to order the best parts online or shop in-store, do the work yourself or get it done by a pro, all roads lead to Ford WP. Do your rig right. Shop online or find your store at 4WP.com. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Come to the island and rip it up this summer. Wakeboard Island. It's a skate park on water at Blue Water Resort and Casino. Check out the two-tower cable system that pulls you and your board over the water. No boats to watch out for. No fumes. Wakeboard Island is open to all skill levels with an open center section for beginners. And for trick riders, a double side kicker in a 60-foot flat box. Wakeboard Island, the best ride this side of the Rockies. Adjacent to the River's Edge Cantina at Blue Water Resort and Casino. On the Colorado River in Parker, Arizona. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, And be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver here, along with uh, my, my buddy Chris Leone, who uh, handles uh, just pretty much everything that uh, you don't hear me doing. But, uh, Chris, uh, welcome to the show. I know it's uh, an interesting week because uh, we always have you on for power rankings. Uh, I guess nine times out of ten we do anyways. Um, but we didn't, have any, we didn't have any damn racing this past weekend. Uh, so you and I decided to switch it up on power rankings and do kind of um, what are, I guess, our top five biggest surprises of 2019. Uh, I don't know. It's weird week. Like I, you and I talk about we've got these weeks like in June, and there was one a couple of weeks ago where you literally have like every major motorsport series competing. And then Easter weekend, it's like crickets, absolutely nothing. Yeah, Jim. I mean, it's just it's kind of crazy to have a, just a total off weekend like this you know, just dropped right in the middle of the spring. Obviously, we know why, but, you know, now that everybody's kind of gotten rolling and a lot of the uh, championships and a lot of the top drivers have really begun to pick up momentum, it's always interesting to kind of have that hard stop in there. I mean, uh, you know, you look at Supercross, for example, where there's only one off weekend, the entire balance of the schedule, and we just had it. Um, You know, obviously, NHRA has kind of been rolling, um, and the, and this past weekend was the only off weekend for them. So, uh, you know, with that in mind, yeah, we've had to do something a little bit different for, uh, this week's power rankings. Yeah. So, so for those of you tuning in, obviously our power rankings normally are, we take a, a seven day snapshot in the world of motorsports 
and basically we rank you know the performances and that uh, based on a number of factors and we slot in a lot of it's just our opinion um, you know who are the top five that any given weekend now you know if somebody's won three or four straight races um, obviously that may come into play over somebody that you know had just taken their first victory or something like that when we're determining the rankings but for the most part it's a seven day snapshot plus you know we'll just leave an outlier there for people who are just flat slaying it um, but this is going to be a little bit different since there was no racing there was literally nothing going Going on the past seven days, um, we decided to take a snapshot basically from January 1st till now and not necessarily power rankings. This is our top five biggest surprises. So uh, people maybe we thought that we're going to be okay, but they're just really overachieving this year or a surprise that maybe we didn't see coming. So that that's kind of what these, uh, these are going to be. So Chris and I both have uh, kind of five in mind. I've actually got, well, I've got five. My fifth is kind of a, a two- uh, anyways, we'll we'll get into that. But uh, so top five biggest surprises of 2019 so far. Um, who who did you have? Well, first off, before we get into these, Chris, because we got a little bit of time today. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. what do you think about 2019 in racing? I mean, obviously, we've had, you know, IndyCar, you know, off road. You've been to a lot of events. You've been watching and covering a lot of events. I mean, uh, you know, what do you think about a motorsports as a whole this year? I mean, what do you think some of the themes we've seen have been? I mean, there seems to really have been a lot of individual dominance so far this year. Um, not not to say that championship battles haven't been interesting so far, because they certainly have. But a lot of drivers, riders, you know, whatever series you're following, there has seemed to be so far just about one driver, maybe two in every series, who has really gotten off to a ridiculously hot start. And we'll have to see come the fall, you know, come the end of the season. Um, obviously that ends a little uh, closer for Supercross than anybody else, but we'll have to see how many of those racers are really going to be able to sustain that through the entirety of the season and how many of them, you know, might've just had a really hot spring and done some great work in the off season, but might fade as everybody else begins to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think that's a good way to roll right into these. So, uh, Top five surprises of 2019 so far, Chris. Uh, who uh, who do you have slotting in at number five on your list? Well, Jim, for number five, I've got Colton Herta. Not necessarily because I'm surprised that he's been a competitive rookie and a well-prepared rookie. I mean, what we've seen out of Indy Lights in recent years is that Indy Lights drivers are exceptionally well-prepared for IndyCar. But it's still a surprise anytime you get a driver who sets a record and becomes the youngest winner in IndyCar history. And that's exactly what Colton Herta did at Circuit of the Americas. Only his third IndyCar start, third start with the big leagues, first win for Harding Steinbrenner Racing. I mean, they played that race perfectly. They had a little bit of luck and a little bit of help. But regardless, you know, that kind of thing happens in racing and you have to put yourself in a position to capitalize. That's exactly what he did. Um, so Colton has to make my list, I feel, and he's at my number five. 
And I will mention before I get into my number five, I actually had Colton Herta on my honorable mention list. Um, so I know that we normally do those at the end, but uh, I thought I'd throw it in there. For all the reasons you said, um, you know, I, I, he had a, a phenomenal uh, preseason test there at Circuit of the Americas. He was, a, I think, up in May. I can't remember if he was fastest up until maybe the last segment when uh, Rossi maybe clipped him um, and, and got the top spot. But an amazing time at, uh, at Circuit of the Americas, you know, in preseason testing. Uh, obviously, he went in. He was dominant in that race, just in a, a great run. Team's first victory. Nobody saw that coming this early. Um, you know, I, I guess I had him on my honorable mention list just because outside of that, I mean, he it's not like he's, you know, been in the top three or anything. So, um, but it should be interesting to see how this year shakes up for him. And I think, obviously, I, I you hate saying this, but I think, you know, he's going to win a lot of uh, IndyCar races in his career. I think that's uh, no doubt at this point. But I had him on my honorable mentions list. My number five, I actually, I had two guys on my number five. Both come from the off-road space. I didn't quite know how to rank them because they rank they race in different divisions. Uh, one race is both short course and desert. But I had uh, as my number five, I had both Seth Quintero and Brock Hager on my number five spot. Now Brock has won numerous races in numerous disciplines in off road racing so far this year. Um, you know, just a, an amazingly talented young kid. And then we've got Seth Quintero. Uh, you know, there he's won both the Parker 250, the Mint 400, and the UTV World Championship. I mean, two marquee pinnacle wins that people worked their entire career for. Seth's taking him. He's only 16 years old. Uh, the kid's rolling with a Red Bull deal. They just, you know, wrapped his whole car. Um, I, You know, he's a points leader. Um, I don't know. I didn't know who to rank higher, so I just put them both at number five. But a couple of young guns in off-road, Seth Quintero and Brock Heger there at number five. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, both of them have had some pretty strong uh, starts to the season. I mean, we've, we've seen just how talented both Seth and Brock are. Um, I am actually leaving the continent of North America entirely, heading over to F1 land for my number four, uh, Charles Leclerc over at uh, Ferrari. Um, I mean, just you knew he was going to be good because he was stepping into a Ferrari. You knew that he was going to be the driver of the future for that team because he's been in their driver development program for quite a while. Still, to see him basically outracing Sebastian Vettel already in his first year with the team, you know, Leclerc has just been incredibly impressive so far. It's, you know, it was heartbreaking to see him lose that potential first win of his career the way that he did a few weeks ago, but that win's going to come. It's probably going to come sooner rather than later. I would be shocked if he's not standing atop the podium this season. And Ferrari's really got a good one. They've got somebody who has the talent, I think, to be able to take the fight to uh, Lewis Hamilton over at uh, Mercedes. Uh, I completely agreed. I agree so much with you. Uh, I didn't have uh, Leclerc at number four. I had him uh, even higher on my list. So we'll get to him. But I, I completely agree. He's on my list, which is funny because both of you were think thinking out of everybody in Formula One, the same guy. So uh, we, we're, we're going to have to wait to see where he slots in on my list. But I did have him on my list. Completely agreed. Uh, my number four, I really wanted to put an IndyCar driver on my list. And uh, obviously you had Colton on yours. I put it number four because this is uh, biggest surprises. Um, I put uh, IndyCar Crapshoot as my number four, mainly because 
it's a surprise because nobody has been dominant this so far this year in IndyCar. I mean, obviously, Newgarten is a points leader. Uh, Rossi had a dominant win at Long Beach. But nobody stepped out this year and said, hey, I'm the guy. I mean, you look at the podiums, and every single week it can be a different three on the podium. Uh, you know, we've had a, numerous different winners. Uh, the points are a complete toss-up. Going into any given weekend, nobody has any idea what the top five is going to look like. You have so many drivers. I mean, you've got 10 drivers, at least 10, 12 drivers, who can take a podium. Um, IndyCar, I, I hate to say this, but I would say IndyCar is the most competitive series in the world right now. And I don't make that statement lightly, but I think the racing is exciting. You have absolutely no idea what's going to happen going into any given weekend. And I think that's what has made it so, so amazing this year is just the competition level um, because no team and no driver stepped out and just said, hey, I'm the guy. And uh, because of that, I had uh, IndyCar crapshoot at number four. And that being said, we have to take a short commercial break right here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. We come back, Chris Leone and I, we will have more of our biggest surprises of 2019. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517-800-932-5517-800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. 
Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Uh, Jim Beaver and Chris Leone here. We are uh, dissecting, uh, I guess, the biggest surprises of 2019 so far. Uh, so far, we've got two of them down. Uh, uh, at number five on my list, I had uh, Brock Hager and Seth Cantero. Uh, number five on Chris's list, he had uh, Colton Herta. Uh, number four, I had uh, the IndyCar crapshoot, meaning uh, just basically the crazy racing we've seen in IndyCar so far. And number four, Chris had Ch- Charles Leclerc uh, from Ferrari Formula One, which brings us to our number three, Chris. Uh, who did you have on number three on your biggest surprises so far in 2019? Well, Jim, my number three is Austin Forkner. And, you know, I've been sticking pretty positive on these surprises and seeing what Forkner has done in the East region of Supercross has been absolutely insane. I mean, it took him all the way to the East-West showdown to finally not win a main event. And even then, the only two riders who beat him were West riders. So, you know, theoretically speaking, he essentially had a perfect points weekend still. Uh, you know, Forkner has just been riding absolutely out of his mind all season long. Um, you know, with the series returning to action at uh, MetLife Stadium this weekend out in uh, East Rutherford, New Jersey, and then obviously with the additional East-West showdown for the season finale in Las Vegas, you know, I think you're going to see, you know, I, I don't think you're going to see a ride like the one that Forkner has had for most of this season in quite a while. Um, you know, that, that's got to be an absolutely well-deserved championship. You know, I, I know that, I know that he, like every other rider has gotten a little banged up over the course of the year, but you know, it's no matter how the points shake out, no matter what anything looks like, you know, Austin Forkner was the best rider in 250 East this year. And, you know, he, he's somebody who it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what he's able to do in the outdoor season. It'll be interesting to see when he moves up to a 450. I uh, completely agree uh, with Forkner. Um, I've got him on my honorable mention list. I will uh, will say I do have a Supercross rider on my uh, on my top five. We'll have to see which one. But uh, uh, Forkner, yeah, like you said, just a phenomenal, phenomenal season. Uh, but coming in at number three on my list, we're moving to the NHRA. And uh, NHRA is a tough one for me, Chris, because there's so many divisions, and it's like how you know how do you pick. You know, there's so many good drivers in each division. It's just tough. But I think there's been one standout, and it's not that he's a no-name that burst onto the scene or anything, but I don't think anybody thought with a competition he would be this dominant and this hot early on, and that's Robert Height. Three wins so far for John Force Racing, absolutely destroying the funny car ranks. He's got over a 100-point lead so far. And what are we, I think, five rounds in? Is it five rounds, I think, in NHRA? And, yeah, and he's already got three victories. I mean, Robert Height, it's not like he's a, 
it's not like it, you, nobody knew the name and didn't think he was going to do good this year, but I don't think anybody thought that he would be that absolute dominant. And he's just destroying everybody in Funny Car. I mean, he's having a, a Steve Torrance top fuel-ish season, but in the Funny Car ranks. So for those reasons, Robert Height uh, comes in at number three on my list of, uh, of uh, I guess, biggest surprise of 2019 so far. Well, Jim, for my number two, I'm staying on the, I guess it's a thousand feet now, not a quarter mile anymore, but I am not in the funny car division. I am actually over in pro stock with Bo Butner. Uh, the man was supposed to be retired right now. Um, <laughs> and he has been doing just about exactly the same thing that Robert Hyde has been doing. I swear if retiring in the NHRA is the magic elixir, then I think you're going to see everybody from, you know, the KG veterans like John Force saying they're quitting to, you know, some of the rookies who have only been there for a year or two. I think everybody's going to say that they're going to quit and they're all going to come back because if they know that retiring is just, you know, the magic word that is going to win them races the way that Bo Butner did, then yeah, you're going to, you're going to see like a mass exodus next April 1st or whatever. Um, <laughs> you know, Bo Butner coming back to pro stock the way that he has, and you know, just sort of dominating out of the gate. You know, he has been the class of the pro stock field and it's, it's always impressive to see somebody uh, get a little bit of rejuvenation uh, the way that the way that he has coming back to uh, back to the sport after uh that all too brief flirtation with uh, retirement. Yeah, it's it's funny you mention that. Yeah, you know, and uh, you don't see that very often. But uh, you know, with retirees, you know, most of the time it's like a Michael Jordan thing where they retire and then they come back. It's like, yeah, you probably should have stayed retired. Um, but uh, you know, Bo Butner de- definitely is uh, is bucking the trend there. But uh, no, legit choice there at uh, number two. What are we on number two? Right? Yes, number two on your list. Correct yes, him sir. wrong. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> yep. I'm getting confused here, man. I got too many names written down. I'm taking notes as we speak. Uh, coming in at number two on my list, uh, you had him ranked earlier on. Uh, super impressed. Uh, Charles Leclerc for Ferrari. Um, as Chris said, he's not a rookie. It's his second year in uh, in Formula One. But, you know, by and large, you know, we've got people that are IndyCar fans and things like that, but nobody's going to argue that Formula One isn't the pinnacle of all motorsport globally. And uh, for a kid to come in like Leclerc, um, you know, sitting fifth in the points, uh, he's got a couple of top fives, he's got one third, and that third should have been a first. It wasn't his fault. Um, and, you know, because of that, if it would have been the victory, he wouldn't be sitting fifth in the points. I did the math. I think he would have been sitting third in the points. Um, it, it just really would have shaken up the championship picture completely. Um, but just the poise and the humbleness that this kid has, like I'm absolutely impressed not only with his driving, but the way he handles himself off the track. And, uh, I think, like you said, Chris, I think Ferrari's got somebody that can finally take it to Louis Hamilton. And this kid is a future Formula One world champion, hands down, no doubt about it. It's just a matter of when. But uh, uh, I think we all knew he was going to be good, but I don't think we knew he was going to be that good. And uh, for that reasons, I've got uh, Leclerc there at number two on my list. Absolutely. And, Jim, I think there's only one clear-cut number one uh, for this season in terms of biggest surprises so far. I will be shocked if you don't also have Cooper Webb at the very top of your list. 
you, you we are both in uh we're both on the same page with Cooper Webb. I was wondering. I was like, man, I'm like either Chris completely ignored Cooper and he's just off the grid and you forgot about him or we both got him at number 1. Oh, there was absolutely no way that I was going to forget about Cooper Webb at number 1. I mean, two years in the Yamaha, unfortunately just wasn't able to do a lot with it and you know, then gets over to the KTM, rides alongside uh Marvin Muscan and you know, we knew that the KTMs were going to be good. We knew that uh, Muscan and Eli Tomac over at Kawasaki were going to be two of the uh, top championship contenders. And that only got, you know, that feeling only got stronger when Jason Anderson got hurt. But Cooper Webb absolutely exploded onto the scene this year. You know, he took that first uh, victory in the Triple Crown race, uh, the second race from Anaheim, and just really hasn't looked back. It's you know, it, it's proof that sometimes a change of scenery can work wonders, really, for, you know, especially a young racer in any sport, two wheels or four. Cooper Webb got that change of scenery. You know, you knew he was kind of going to get kicked to the curb at Yamaha because Justin Barsha had a pretty good uh, end of last season. And obviously Aaron Plessinger was dominating in 250s. But, um, you know. Yamaha's loss was KTM's gain here. And while Yamaha, I think, is well-suited for the future with uh, Barsha and Plessinger, I mean, Cooper Webb just really made the most of a second chance. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see him up there for years to come. I think that having one, you know, season like this, I I, I think it's going to be hard to replicate the kind of season that he's had. But then again, everybody knows his name now. He's got the target on his back now. It's hard to be a surprise when you've put together a season like this, you know, unless you just run mid pack for about 11 years and then have another one. But I don't really expect that. I expect to see a lot more wins and a lot more podiums from Cooper Webb in the future, both indoor and outdoor. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, like it wasn't like Cooper Webb was a no name. Um, and he was one of those guys you had pegged, you know, ah, Cooper will probably take a, a victory this year. You know, he's good enough. He'll probably take a win. Um, but I think going into the season, we were all thinking Anderson, Marvin, and Tomac. And uh, six wins later, Cooper Webb's the only guy we're talking about, you know. And it's and, and Tomac, he's got hot. He's had a couple of victories, you know what I mean, this last stretch of the season. But by and large, Cooper Webb, his dominance has been crazy. So, you know, I, I think we both agree. Like, we, we knew he was good. We knew he was capable of wins. But I don't think anybody foresaw him having the season that he is having in 2019. And, uh, you know, for that reason, it's Cooper Webb. I think unanimously both of us had him. And so you guys know, Chris and I do not confer. We have no idea who's on each other's lists until we go live on the air. Both of us had him at number one, um, which, yeah. You have any uh, honorable mentions, Chris? I mean, you know, a, a lot of the names that you left or that you put on your list that I left on my list, you know, it's, I, I would say that definitely with Seth and Brock, you know, I think you're onto something there. Um, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't put those guys necessarily on there because I don't know, maybe, maybe having watched Brock and having seen how well he's driven at multiple levels, I don't know. Maybe I didn't see it as 
as much of a surprise that he was going to go out and dominate in 6100 right away. Yep, completely agree. And with that, we'll be back after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Listen up, Amazon Prime members. For a limited time, you can start an Audible membership and save 66% on your first three months, a total of $30 off. That's like getting three months for the price of one. You'll pay just $4.95 per month for the first three months. After that, it's only $14.95 per month. Offer is valid from 7119 through 73119. Audible members get a credit every month, good for any audiobooks in our store, regardless of price. And two Audible Originals. Unused credits roll over. If you don't like an audiobook, exchange it for free. Plus, your audiobooks are yours to keep forever, even if you cancel. There are no commitments. You can cancel anytime. Audible has the largest selection of audiobooks on the planet, which lets you fill your summer with more stories. On top of audiobooks and Audible Originals, members get access to audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible is a great sidekick for summer activities, like hiking, sunbathing on the beach, or poolside. Listen anytime, anywhere, and never lose your spot when you switch devices. Visit audible.com speed or text speed to 500-500 to get started today. It's summertime once again, which means pool parties, barbecues, and relaxation, but it also means home projects, which aren't much fun. So why not let Home Advisor take them off your hands? From minor repairs to major remodels, Home Advisor will connect you with top-rated pros in your area, letting you get back to summer fun. The pros have been reviewed by your neighbors so you can see what others thought of their work. And if you're not sure how much your project should cost, get multiple quotes from pros and use Home Advisor's Project Cost Guide to see what others paid for similar projects. And to top it all off, you can book appointments online, no more phone tag, HomeAdvisor makes it beyond easy to get your home projects done. So don't wait. Get those projects done now and make the most of your summer. To find the right pro at a fair price, just ask HomeAdvisor. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free award-winning HomeAdvisor app today. Are you aware that 66% of men lose their hair by the age of 35? Thing is, when you start to notice the hair loss, it's too late. Solution. 4hims.com, a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. 4hims.com connects you with real doctors, medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss. Well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. No snake oil pills, gas station counter supplements, prescription solutions backed by science. Listeners to this program, Wrestling Observer Live, can get a trial month of hymns for just $5 right now while supplies last. You can see the website for full details and safety information. This would cost hundreds of dollars if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. Go to 4 slash wrestling, F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash wrestling, 4 slash wrestling. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome my good friend, Michelle Abate, to the line, who, uh, I don't know, Michelle, like, uh, we got so damn much to catch up on here, because, like, you, I don't even want to say that you had an off-season, like, you're just rolling right now, and I know you got a race this weekend. <laughs> yeah, man, it's been nonstop since, oh, I don't know. Probably since Christmas, I guess, and yeah. we're already in what is this April? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I know it's been really awesome this year. I've done a lot of work, and uh, yeah, I'm making my second start in the Trans Am season this weekend, and 
another race next weekend. So it's just, it's not stopping. Yeah. Well, in this whole Trans Am thing, I mean, I'm stoked for you. I know this is something you wanted to want to do for some time. I mean, you know, that's like, this is a legitimate, I mean, big step. I know like you, you sold your old race car and I know you were quite fond of that race car. Um, I mean, this is like yeah. an all in type of thing. How, how did this whole deal kind of get put together to go Trans Am racing? I guess kind of take us through, you know, the whole process here of, you know, how you actually are where you're at in Trans Am this year. Well, uh, you know, it all actually started as like a, a dream that I would just talk about, as you know, I mean, it's been five or six years of just like, just always saying it, I want to do it, I want to do it. But I always pictured it being, you know, a, a rented ride where I just paid her to, you know, to ride, use someone's car, rent yeah. a car. And over Christmas, um, yeah, I, I put my car up for sale in like November, I think, because I knew we had won everything we could win in it. And uh, I just, I, I knew it was time to move up and I knew I couldn't get another car unless I sold my car. But then I found this car for sale and I just could not pass it up. So my husband and I, we were saving to have a, a down payment on a new house and we kind of talked about it and we decided to just go ahead and use our savings to buy a TA2 car. <laughs> so, um, in addition to that, I, you know, I had to pull some funds out of my savings, but um, yeah, lo and behold, I ended up buying a Napoleon Motorsports old TA2 car and uh, I had two race cars at one point. And then, yeah, I recently sold, sold the FRS, which, which was bittersweet, uh, but it needed to happen because yeah, I don't, I don't have the total funding to uh, pursue Trans Am without selling that car, so it's very good that it's sold now. But uh made my first start, let's see, that was two weekends ago, and uh, had a little bit of a rough start, but still got to see the finish, so it's it's been good. Well, and I think that's one thing I've always liked, you know, and you, you and I spent some time up together at Dirtfish, and, you know, we've talked off and on here and there, and I always get... I love it because I always get texts from you to be like, Rand, and we won't talk for a while, and then it'll be like a text, and the like you'll have some kind of promotion, something going on, and I love it because, you know, there's so many people in this industry. It's like, oh, I don't have money. I can't make it. Uh, you know, this, and it's always, like, down, and they're always down, and there's always an excuse, and I look at you, and it's like, you find a way. Like, you you grind it out. <laughs> like, you're going to find a damn way to go racing, and, uh, you know, and it's just like, house now. We, we can put that on the back burner for another year or two. We're going racing, you know, but it was like, you know, and obviously now you sold the other car. You'll be able to pay yourself back a little bit and whatever, but, I, you know, it's like everybody has excuses. Michelle, it's like, no, nah, we don't have excuses. We're going to find a way, you know? Yeah, man, that's that's how I've always been. It's, it's where there's a will, there's a way. And, I mean, I used to get sponsors for $40, $50 so I could go run autocross. So, I mean, I I know all those people that say, like, yeah, I can't afford it and this and that. But, really, there's there's other ways to get support. And I always tell everybody, you know, maybe I got something for free, but, really, it wasn't free because I worked really hard to, to promote that product. Or, you know, I did I did something in exchange to get it. And, uh, like you had said, I – and I think it was January. Yeah, I, I was entered into a contest to win a trailer. And I know I bugged you to vote for me along with pretty much everybody in my phone book. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, I, I ended up winning it, which is pretty rad. I'm super stoked on that. Uh, it's a trailers uh, by Intech Trailers. Yeah, well, I saw that and I'm like, damn, like that's, you know, that's rad. I, I, every time you'd send one and remind me, I was voting, you know, and it's like, I'm sure everybody else was because I'm like, man, I want Michelle to win this damn thing. But it's like a, you know, I look at that and I'm like, that's like a twenty five, thirty thousand dollars trailer. I'm like, man, that's really going to help your program. And, you know, and that's money. Like I, I call it found money. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, we found the budget for a trailer. Now we didn't have to pay for it. Like that's like sometimes those are the best gifts, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that was such a, God, that was such a crazy experience. It was really hard because every round they'd reset. So like I would text people like, Hey, go vote for me. And they'd be like, Oh yeah, no, I did. And I'm like, 
no, like it cleared, like you have to vote again. And I mean, it was five rounds of that. And thankfully I only had a couple people that were like, okay, stop asking me to vote for you, <laughs> you know, but um, no, dude, it, it was super sick. Should be ready in the next, actually in the next week. So I'll be picking that thing up and rolling like a baller, man. Yeah. I know you were posting some pictures of it, uh, you know, like the whole build and everything. It's kind of crazy to see one of those coming together, like all the, just the metal, like the carcass and everything. Like, I don't know. It's kind of a rad process to watch, I think. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And Intech, that's something they like offer to their customers, which I had no idea, but they give you like a build number and you can literally watch your trailer get built online and they give you blueprints and they post pictures and updates. And so, of course, I, I'm going to share that with everybody because really it's it's a lot of people's trailer. I just get to use it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you said something, you know, a minute or two back, you know, and you were talking about going autocrossing and finding like $50, $60 sponsors. And I know like one thing I've always liked is you and I have kind of approached this thing, you know, the same. Like we're not independent, really wealthy. We go racing. We got to find the money, you know, whether it's out of our pocket or we get partners to help us pay for it. But you were talking about fifty and sixty dollars sponsorships, and I, I started laughing because I'm the same way. Like I never say no. Somebody's like, "Oh, we got a hundred bucks. All right, we'll find a way." Like, what, what do you want to sponsor? We'll find <laughs> something for a hundred dollars. But I think a lot of people they get into racing, they see that big dollar amount to go racing, and they immediately go, "Oh, I got to get." They, they look for that one golden goose that's gonna, you know, ride them this massive check you know and like you and i both know those golden gooses are pretty damn hard to find so it's like you know but you can find a lot of people who might have one two three four five hundred bucks you know so you know you bring on those people on board you know what i mean and pretty soon you've got enough money you know because you got people spending 500 400 700 you know you, you it's enough to go racing but i think a lot of people don't look at this that you know on a smaller level like we do where you bring a lot of those in and that money collectively allows us to go racing i think a lot of people just look at that big number and they're like, I just need one cup. I need, you know, I need M&Ms to write me a $100,000 check, you know? And I'm like, yeah, that's not going to happen, but you might be able to get a hundred thousand dollar checks. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm still looking for that golden goose too. And I mean, in a pro series, it, at least you can offer some exposure and stuff, but yeah, it's, you know, a sponsorship, my sponsorship deck is just like, it's like kind of a suggestion sometimes yeah. <laughs> like this is what we'd like to have but if you're able to help us at all you know we're willing to work with you and you know the, I've just learned over the years it's just better to be super transparent and just try to work with people because obviously if they're talking to you they probably want to help you otherwise they wouldn't give you the time of day yeah and um yeah I mean it's it's a bummer because you see these other cars out there with these massive logos and you're like dang what are they giving up you know that person like how what what is that deal you know it's like i mean right now my my car's got a giant girl racing on the side of it because i'm funding this thing a lot a lot out of my pocket and uh i'd be happy to take that girl racing sticker off and throw someone else on there so if anybody's interested in having a trans am car over the weekend any weekend i will uh i'd be happy to talk to you but yeah i mean it's a matter of making it happen proving yourself and unfortunately we didn't finish on the lead lap of the last race because i had a blowout in my right rear at 111 miles an hour. So that was exciting. But uh, we did get back, back back out there and we got the checkered flag. So I was just stoked to do that. That was my goal was to, to finish the race, see the flag. But, you know, going into this weekend, uh, I really, really want to finish in the lead lap to prove that, you know, we're competitive out there and, and we can finish these races and, and do well. So. 
Yeah. Well, and, and that being said, like, what you know, this is, you know, I know you as a driver, you said you were looking for the challenge, you know, I mean, what have you, you know, what are you, you know, what do you have to learn? I mean, this is like a step up. I mean, what, what are the goals season one? You know what I mean? I mean, you said, yeah, this race going in, we want to finish on the lead lap, show everybody we belong, you know, and we all know you have the talent to do that. It's like you had a fluke deal at the last one, but I mean, what, you know, going in, is this like a process? Obviously you didn't come in first year and go, Hey, we're going to sweep the series and win the whole title. You know? So it's like, you know, what, what's, <laughs> you know, what, what's the, what's the goals this year and then kind of rolling into next year? Cause I'm sure you and your husband everybody's kind of learning a lot this year right yeah man we we are almost in over our heads i mean it is literally just him and i the first race it was just us two we're walking by these semis and you know these pits with 10 12 guys working on cars and it was literally just us and we definitely learned we at least need one to two more sets of hands and uh that's hard to come by when you're not paying people you know but we're learning that we're learning the car. I'm still learning how to drive the car. I have less than probably three or three or four hours in the car still. So I, uh, I don't have a lot of budgets, you know, and I don't, I don't do a lot of test days cause it's just more wear and tear more money. And so we're kind of just jumping into the deep end here, but, uh, I have no problem with it. I can only expect to be so good. And I know it's going to take some time to, to get on the podium. And I, I've had a lot of experience at auto club. I'm not saying I'm going to, I'm going to get on the podium, but I would love to. I think this is going to be my biggest shot at having the chance to be up there. But there's a lot of things in the TA2 cars, like what gear you select. So, like, you base that off of your mile per hour. And, like, we're learning all of that stuff. So, I mean, you could seriously be three or four seconds off the pace because you don't have the right gear in the quick change. You know what I mean? So, it's it's kind of crazy. But my goal this year is to finish the season, to be competitive, to be in the top five, hopefully, uh, for the West Coast Series. And, um you know, and just try to take away something from every race. And I think if you can learn something every race, then you're you're coming out on top. Because, I mean, like with the FRS, we sometimes struggled and had some issues. But, like, if we didn't walk away with some kind of new information, then you're just wasting your money. And so we always try to look at the bright side. We always try to, you know, pick something up and understand something else or or get some tips or try something new. And that's kind of our goal this year is to do that. Yeah, well, and as far as I haven't really looked at the Trans Am schedule compared to what you were doing previously, but, uh, um, you know, any tracks, anything new, like you're really looking forward to, you know, I mean, obviously this is, like you said, the series got a little bit more exposure than, you know, the last one. I mean, what's, uh, what are you looking forward to this year? Let's put it that way. Well, I honestly, I'm looking forward to this weekend because I feel like um, knowing the track, like with a lot of, you know, a lot of laps, is going to help me kind of settle into the car. So Auto Club this weekend is going to be one of my, my highlights uh, and it's one of the closest ones to home. So it's only like four hours away, which is great. Um, and then I would say kind of the most intimidating track or the one that's going to be the grand finale in more ways than one is going to be circuit of the Americas. Cause I've only ever been there uh, spectating. I've never raced on that track. And that is the final series race for both the national tour and the West tour. So it's going to be probably around 40 cars in the TA2 class. So a huge stacked field. And uh, that's going to be the, the season ender for both series. So that one's kind of like the, uh, the, the scary, intimidating, big ass race, but yeah. it should be fun. <laughs> Not only that, but you're racing to a formula one track. How rad is that? Like you, I, to me, like there's just something about circuit of the Americas is like, Hey, I get to race on a formula one track. Like not many people can say that, you know, that's kind of rad. Yeah, no, it's, it's a phenomenal facility. I've been there a few times, but yeah, never actually hit the track. So It'll be cool, man. It's it's tough when you when you're at a brand new track just because you know there's you don't know anything about it. You've never been on it, and if you do sim racing, I guess you could know a little bit something. But I don't I don't have a sim, so I just kind of watch the YouTube and you know try to yeah. see what I can learn from that and kind of just jump in 
all you know foot first <laughs> yeah i've had people go how come you don't sim race and i'm like because sometimes the sim racing the simulators cost almost the amount of a race car to actually get the sim to practice i'm like man that's like that's yep. a lot of testing like i'm you know i and i love it i've got a lot of friends over there at iRacing and stuff like that i'm just like i i haven't quite been able to uh to stomach the cost to get like a proper sim and and do that you know but like shoot there's people making money doing that now there's like professional sim racing drivers making like crazy money it's nuts how that <laughs> industry's taken off yeah and they don't even have to fix their car they just hit reset and they're all set <laughs> <laughs> i don't know maybe that's my next career i don't know we'll see <laughs> yeah right yeah. <laughs> that's not a bad idea yeah so uh before we let you go though i gotta ask i know uh you pinged me a while back or i saw it and i would think we were going back and forth uh you got your own like signature remote control car too how rad is that like that's every kid's dream like i want their my own remote control car here's michelle abate with her own you know rc car that's pretty rad <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty cool. So I became an HBI athlete along, you know, Ken Block and Von Gittin Jr. And so I'm I'm one of very few people to have that happen. And uh, it was, like I said, it was a very long process to, to get that actually, you know, come to life. It took about 12 months. So it was like right when it came out, it was when I posted the car for sale. And I'm like, man, this is like kind of cool because it makes the car maybe worth a little bit more. But at the same time, like I got my own RC car and now I'm going to sell the car. But um we're going to try to work on getting that Camaro made. So um, I don't know. It's, it, I know it's a long process. There's a lot of licensing you got to go through, but it's pretty crazy to walk into a hobby store and like see my face on the side of a box. It's like, it doesn't feel real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially like it's you and Von Gittin and Ken Block, like lined up in the H- HPI section, right? Like that's got to make you feel like, <laughs> Hey, that's me. Like, yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah you- I'm just waiting for that big, you know, that exact golden goose check. Where is it at? Yeah, you know? Right. <laughs> I don't know. When you find it, let me know because I, I, I'll buy the, <laughs> I'll buy the goose's brother or something or sister. You know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Deal. We'll, yeah, we'll, for we'll, sure. We'll work on that together. <laughs> but uh, always fun catching up, Michelle. Uh, good luck this weekend at the event. I know I'll definitely uh, be locked into social media, seeing how you do. But uh, uh, you know, stoked you're finally able to realize the dream and go Trans Am racing, and we'll definitely uh, be keeping tabs on you this year. Awesome. Thanks, Jim. Take care, and we'll talk to you soon. And we'll be back with more after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by. Polaris Razor. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. 
dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Did you know, ladies and gentlemen, that two-thirds of all men, they start losing their hair by the age of 35? And if you notice, you might think, "Uh uh-oh, it's too late. It's gone. Go to 4 One-stop shop for hair loss, also skin care, sexual awareness. It's all for men. It's science, so you don't have to be bald. They connect you with real doctors, medical solutions. It treats hair loss. Go to 4 All the products are shipped directly to your door and order now. Now, my listeners of the Video Game Review, they get a free trial of hymns for just $5 today right now while supplies last. So here's what you do. For hymns, that's right, for him, no hymns. For hymns.com slash VGR. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash VGR. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. And that's all she wrote for this week here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Thanks to all of you for tuning in, um, you know, keeping us uh, in business for 382-plus uh, episodes now. Um, yes, uh, make sure and uh, don't forget the rest of this week. Uh, tomorrow, um, the four-wheel parts Down and Dirty Show Off-Road Edition, powered by Polaris Razor. That is dropping. I, my guest is Marty Fioca, Off-Road Hall of Famer, also with Cranon and the Nora Mexican 1000, also a contributor to Racer Magazine. Definitely don't want to uh, miss out if you're an off-road fan that's uh, the podcast for you and uh, you, you know also i've got uh, on thursday dropping project action on podcast one my guest brian deegan obviously he was on this week but that show is about uh, twice or that interview is about twice as long as the one that you guys heard today um, about 30 minutes with brian deegan we're going to air it uncut on project action on podcast one get both those podcasts and this show on itunes uh, check us out make sure and uh, rate review subscribe all that good stuff check us out on the web at down and dirtyshow.com um, big thanks to all of our partners here Polaris Razor, General Tire, Four Wheel Parts, My Medic, Vision Wheel Gibson Exhaust, Dirtfish, Motoshield Pro Blue Water Resort and Casino uh, my friends at Go Parts uh, make sure and use that coupon code Jim Beaver at My Medic for 15% off, JB Dirtfish, that'll get you 15% off at Dirtfish Rally School and as always you can follow me at Jim Beaver 15 on all forms of social media, man Motorsports back, Love to hear from you guys. Make sure and keep in contact with me on social media. You guys have a great week, and uh, we will see you next time here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor.